Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the College Edition, a podcast where we explore the landscape of the college theater world and try to demystify this daunting audition process. I'm your host, Charlie Murphy, director of MTCA, that's Musical Theater College Editions, and today we've got scads of great content lined up for you. John Prosky from the Savannah College of Art and Design is on the show. I actually met John and his colleague Fran at LA Unifieds. They popped into our green room just to tell us how much they loved seeing our students, few of whom had just done some walk-ins and got that B scholarship full ride we mentioned later on the podcast. So you'll, when you hear that, I'll be like, that's the one that a bunch of people got. Um, I jumped at the chance to have John in the pod as I think SCAD is a really cool and different program and one that has been on our large list for quite some time, which I will say as a general note, we love when you let us know which programs you want us to have on next. Please feel free to reach out with those specifics. Those are so helpful to us. You can hit us up on social media, put it in the ratings and reviews. We know you're all leaving and all your platforms of choice. We notice Spotify calls these Q&As, which I just realized. They're called Q&As on Spotify. I think they only recently opened up on our episodes on that platform. But if you're a little shyer, you can also feel free to reach out to us directly at mailbag at mappingthecollegeedition.com if you have a school you want us to have on the, the show. I will say there are a lot of programs on our long list, and sometimes it's just about scheduling with the right person. I mean, these professors are busy too, or sometimes we really do want a specific person from that program, so we may go a few rounds with them, or we'll say, oh, sure, we'll catch you in a few months, and then that happens a couple times. And the other part is there are just lots of great programs out there. So only doing roughly two schools a month, right, because we also do those artist episodes, it will take some time. Um, and I'm also just trying to stay conscious of the balance of different kinds of programs because we do have a broad and diverse audience. So all that to say, please get those requests in. As many of you have been doing, which is great, we love it when you do that, but also it will take some patience to get them all on. As far as me personally, I'm currently on a short trip to the West Coast to hang with my brothers. It's one of my brother's 40th birthday. See how I didn't tell you if he was my older brother or younger brother. My age, as ever, will remain a mystery. Um, But I do apologize for both the audio quality of this intro, I'm not recording on my fancy mic right now, and also my voice, which you can hear. It's constantly ravaged by the daycares of New York City, or maybe this one's travel-based, but I do think it's still just from that sweet daughter of mine. Um, You know all of our housekeeping stuff. Only a few spots left um, for MTCA spring masterclasses. I think three of the classes are totally sold out. Um, And I know you're all planning our summer masterclass week. Those are August 1st through 6th. You could say it along with me at this point, I hope, as well. Um, I'm going to get a bit more reflective next week. uh, But this is officially our 99th episode. Uh, which is just a big wow for both me and Megan. Um, next week is 100. We've already recorded recorded a few weeks ago with a mystery guest. My God, the suspense. We don't normally give you mystery guests, but that's what you're getting next week. Um, but I can't believe we're going to be in triple digits with this thing. Uh, I just want to thank you all for listening, especially uh, many of you I know will listen to that episode, especially when you see who the guest is. Um, but if you're someone who only listens to our college episodes, I do just want to say thank you so much um, for listening and supporting us. And I'll probably do a longer thank you um, in the next episode as well. All right, with that, let's get to John Prosky of SCAD. Well, we are so excited to be joined by John Prosky of Savannah College of Art and Design, otherwise known as SCAD. Uh, John has a BFA from Rutgers University and an MFA from Cal State Long Beach. Um, As an actor, he's been in all kinds of stuff, including Scandal, Agent Carter, Criminal Minds, True Blood. Um, He's in the films Devil Inside and The Nutty Professor. Oh my, lots of great theater stuff. Um, And now he's a performing arts professor here 
at SCAD, um, which is located in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they have an incoming freshman class of about 120 to 140 students. We'll talk about the specifics of that and offer a BFA in performing arts. John, welcome on the show. How are you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, of the so I gave read that really quick condensed bio there. Uh, of that, are there any tidbits or fun facts in terms of your journey to SCAD that you'd want people to know about of of how you found yourself in your current position? Yeah, it's interesting. I you know I I discovered teaching um, about 15 years ago, and I worked at a lot of colleges around California and I would be a visiting uh, profit Rutgers occasionally for, you know, seminars and things like that. I, I what, what, ha- what, what I discovered um, at a lot of uh, programs was that there was an awful lot of emphasis on how to walk on a stage and not a lot of emphasis on how to walk on a set. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm saying anything that everybody doesn't know when I say, if you want to be a working actor, you have to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. So my, my journey to SCAD was when I showed up, I was like, oh, they're teaching, they're hitting students with everything. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, we have a musical theater program and we have a full theater program, beautiful theaters. Um, we have a full season in the big house, which is the Lucas Theater, which is about 1,100 seats, old vaudeville house, mm-hmm. beautiful theater, um, 19. 19- five i think it was built um and then we have smaller mid-sized theaters for the straight plays big musicals go in the lucas and then we have all these theater clubs there's 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 uh theater content happening everywhere but the other half of the program is all film and television all right so and then there's other things like you know the the particulars in that like voiceover commercials um uh then branding, all that stuff. So cool. So here we are, we're diving in. So, so that leads me right to what do you feel like, you know, as an incoming freshman, what is the right kind of student, you know, for SCAD? What, what, what makes a SCAD student, as you think, this would be the kind of right person to be joining our program? That's a great question. I, I, I think the student that does the, is the most successful at SCAD is, is the student who is uh, joyously jumping into everything. You know, um, uh, you you probably will be taking one or two acting classes the freshman year and then you know hitting your GEs pretty hard and but you are also eligible to audition for all of the content that's happening um so um you know of course the regular stuff that a student needs discipline and i know that that's hard figuring starting in college uh-huh. you know uh, uh um uh uh, uh discipline stick-to-itiveness uh, reconnoitering the whole system, um, but also just joyously, bravely throwing yourself at everything that the that all the opportunities we offer, mm-hmm. uh, and you know uh, that will get the attention of all the professors, and they will recommend you for everything. Yep. You know? Well, I love it. Let's talk about some of those opportunities. You mentioned already the separation of shows with acting musical theater. I love with both you know a, an acting student and a musical theater student. What does the four years look like? What What is the trajectory you're taking me on from freshman to sophomore, junior, and senior year? Good. So you, basically what you would start with in uh, freshman year is, you know, you'd be taking some of your um, uh, uh, general education courses, as well as probably the 170, which is basically called the methods. Yes. And so you're hit with basic acting technique. Stanislavski, Meisner, Hagen, um, uh, th- then, there, as I said, there's two pillars to this program. So you would, along the um, the theatrical or acting or theater program, you'd also get your, the next, you would move on to your 260, which is basically, you know, um, scene work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a more, a deeper uh, uh, diving into, say, Meisner or Hagen. Um, uh, and then you would, you know, t- take, a, and if you're interested in musical theater, there's an awful lot of courses here for, um, you know, dance, uh, singing, all that stuff. Uh, the other pillar is film and television. So basically what that would be is you'd start with your 199, which is introduction to camera acting. Uh, and then you would move into the more particular versions of that, like comedy commercials, advanced camera technique. Um, but you, and then you'd move into, um, uh, you know, uh, building the actors real. We have an entire class on that. We also have a class on branding. I'm not crazy about that word for actors. I think it's a good word for corporations and Kardashians. Not a great word for actors. 
but basically what it is is preparing for the business. And, and we talk about unions, how to interview, uh, what your portfolio looks like, um, uh, all that stuff. And then we have an awful lot of auditioning classes mm-hmm. um, for both theater and, and camera. And what, you mentioned the musical theater there, the dance and singing classes. How do those work in terms of um, different kinds of classes? If, if dance, you know, if I'm, I'm a musical theater interested, interested student, what kinds of different dance classes can I take? And how do they work, I guess, within the school? I wish that I could be, here's the deal. The musical theater department, um, we've always had those classes, but we have just started the department. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm afraid that, uh, you know, my background as an actor is completely and utterly a musical. I, I don't sing and I don't dance. <laughs> I, you know, I made my living doing film and television and, and, and uh, theater, but none of it was musicals. So I, I, what I would have to do is refer you to Jay Jasky for the very particular, we just hired, I do know this, we just hired two uh, Broadway caliber choreographers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're right now we're doing Pippin. Last year we did uh, All Shook Up. Um, uh, we did Little Women before that in the 1100 seat house that we have. So, um, you know, we're always doing musicals yep. and we're always teaching kids how to do that, uh, students how to do that. And so I, I, I'm, not as, I'm not as specific as I could be about that. But I will say this, there's nothing siloed about the musical theater program. If you are in the musical theater, if you're working in the musical theater program, you will also be taking camera classes. Uh-huh. You know, um, that's, I had a student auditioned for me in, in Los Angeles and um, I won't name the college, but she made it clear to me. She said that if you're, if you're in the film program, I mean, if you're in the musical theater program, you can't take film classes. And, and to me, that's antithetical to making a living as an actor. I have very good friends who are Broadway. I guess they have to be called stars, you know, um, they're Tony award men and guys and they, they do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last time I talked to one of them, he was like, yeah, Broadway, I always take a hit financially when I'm doing Broadway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. I mean, theater is definitely my first love. No two ways about it. My father was a very good stage actor. I grew up watching shows at arena stage, but I got out of college and I realized if I want to do more than just a subsistence, uh, a gypsy lifestyle. I got to be able to do film and television. Yep. I got to do commercials. I got to do voiceover. I got to do everything, yep. you know, so that I can go do my first love, which is theater. That's so true. So. What about for the the actors who are not a musical? But is there the same ability if you're an, not a musical theater major, not not focus on musical theater? Can you still take voice classes? Can you take Can you take dance classes if you're yes, doing some of that? Absolutely. You can also take all the other things that SCAD offers, like fashion classes, photography classes. Um, uh, you know, architecture classes. Uh, it's a it's a big school. It's a big art school, and there's lots to offer. Well, you. let's get into exactly that. So, I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about. I think it's a, a lot of our students who choose SCAD. It's often because they are interested in some of those specific other programs that not every college offers as well. Can we talk about a little bit about what what other than the theater program SCAD offers? Yeah, um, it's a it's fifteen thousand students, and it has departments in themed entertainment, which is basically. You know, that's um, that's theme parks, mm-hmm. right? Uh, design and otherwise. Um, there's a fashion department, very good fashion department. There's an excellent costume department. Um, there's, um, uh, uh, let's see, the film department's quite big. The um, And that's in directing, lighting, sound. Um, uh, there's a, a, a wonderful, uh, uh, you know, painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, professors here um uh so anything that's called arts we have something that you can pick from if it's art you got it yeah well and then what does that work in terms of the ability you know often people when they're talking about conservatory style or conservatory style liberal art programs how does it work in terms of the ability to minor or even double major in some of those other artistic pursuits you can double major and you definitely can minor and what if you had to guess like what percentage of your students are going to get a fashion minor or a or even double major that's a good question. I, I'm going to say because it takes longer, um, I, I think I, I think maybe 10 to 15 percent, 20 percent, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it, you know, um, uh, it, it, uh, it's hard. 
it's not, yeah, yeah it's harder. Sure. Especially, you know, we always right. say with musical theater yeah. majors, you're already kind of triple majoring. So God exactly. forbid adding another yes. thing. Um, right. You mentioned some things in those branding classes, or auditioning classes. I'd love to talk mm -hmm. just about in general about how you prepare your students for the launch into the business, including something like showcase or meeting agents, uh, managers. How do you figure out how to, after senior year, figure out how to actually work in this crazy business? That's a, that's a great question. So, so SCAD calls itself the uh, College for Creative Careers. And it's one of the reasons why I showed up here. I, there's a ton of Hollywood money that showed up here. So um, the, one, the one figure I heard was like the, the Georgia Film uh, Program said $93 billion wow. has been. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Um, uh, Tyler Perry's building another studio. So. Uh, to first answer your question, you know, what we do is, is uh, um, as you get up into the senior, um, junior, senior year, you audition for Showcase. And if there is an elite core uh, of uh, actors, they make it in that. Yes. And if, if you basically, you know, um, uh, done all your work at SCAD and... Uh, uh, you know, you've showed up joyously, uh, more than likely you'll get into showcase. Yes. And showcase is an entire year where basically what we do is we pick scenes for you and we, uh, curate your portfolio and then we take you around to, um, agencies and we do showcases and we film the scenes and we send those out. And the, one of the big differences between, at least in my experience of other programs I've worked at, you don't get hired at SCAD as a professor unless you have an extensive professional resume. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean film and television theater. So what the professor offers you is not just real world understanding of how the business works, but real world contacts. So, you know, a couple of my students are now with my agency. Um, uh, so we have that. Um, and, uh, you know, the branding class, as I said, um, which everybody takes, is uh, basically about how to get started. And one of the, I think, most valuable parts of that class is your midterm, which basically is your five-year plan. You know, suddenly you now get to make, as a student, choices about your life. And so you're going to be as specific about that in your midterm as uh, you would be about a role you're doing. So it's a, it is a presentation that includes the data of where you're going to go, how you're going to pay for it. What, where, where are you, where are you, what, how much is, you know, what is your civilian job to get started? What is your apartment going to cost? What are your groceries? Do you, are you living with the rich uncle? Uh, are you where, you know what I mean? What are you doing exactly particularly that makes it, um, uh, makes it workable? And, and we're, we, pre, we're pretty clear on like, no, that doesn't make sense. Definitely live with the rich uncle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta tweak those numbers a little bit. Those are a little low, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah. Um, totally. Did that answer your question? Totally. Uh, yeah. And what percentage of students, you know, if you said, if you do your work, you're likely to get in a showcase of the 120 incoming freshmen, how many students maybe end up in a, and it may of course by the senior year not still be 120 we know, but how many would, would audition for showcase versus get into showcase at SCAD? Right. So by, by probably by senior year, that class is probably about, I'm going to say somewhere between 65 and 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, those are the kids that chose to stay. So in, in our, in our uh, showcase, this, I think we have 20. Mm -hmm. 22, something around there. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm not teaching showcase this year, so I'm not sure. Uh, but it's about, it's around 18 or 20 kids, yep. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you mentioned, you know, um, trying to figure out their, their post-collegiate life. Do you have a sense of where most of your students end up? Meaning like, do most of them end up in Atlanta and doing film and TV there? Do most go to New York, LA? Like how, how do they spread out across the country? Uh, that, that's a good question. You know, um, there's a good hunk of people in Los Angeles right now. Mm -hmm. um, I would say the bulk end up in Atlanta to start because there's so much film and television yep. going on there um, and theater. 
and it's a great town. Totally. But I, you know, there's quite a few that go to New York, go to Chicago, go to go to Los Angeles. Yep. They go to the entertainment hubs. You know. Yep. And what about? Do you have a sense? I know you don't know exact percentages, but where they come from across the country? I mean, I know we ran into you auditioning in LA, so obviously you audition all over the country. But but right. how many come from Northeast? Come from the West? Or come from uh, um, the Southeast? Gosh, I, I I'll say this. I, I you know I look out at my students, and I have kids from China, from England. Uh, it's not all from the south, southern states. Mm-hmm. It's from everywhere. Um, I, I would say maybe forty percent are from sa- the south. Maybe twenty five percent are from the Midwest. Maybe ten percent are from the north, northern eastern states. You know what I mean? We uh, we're trying to get a hold in California, uh, so that's that's a smaller percentage. Yep. Um, so five percent, something like that. Yeah, love it. Which leaves us with something like ten percent if we're doing our math right. Exactly. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> speaking yeah. of math, I'd love to talk a little bit about cost. I know this isn't exactly your area, but you know, do you have a, a sense of all in? Right. We looked up a basic tuition of what's listed online. If it's, if the if the sticker price is yeah. like forty thousand, do you have a sense of what people normally end up paying with scholarships or how those work? Yeah. Gosh, I, I wish I could be particular about it, but I do know this that you don't. It's the sticker price. Uh-huh. Right. I think uh, probably it ends up on average being somewhere between 27 and 28. If you have, you know, if you have no other scholarships and we offer an awful lot of scholarships, if your academics are good, great, you get more. If you sing beautifully, then you can be a B and a B is basically an acapella group uh, that gets a free ride. Ooh. Um, uh, so, uh, there's other things too, you know, we, there's certain, uh, demographics that we need more of. So if you fit that demographic, um, then you'll get more money, you know, um, tell me a little more uh, about this way. So if I'm a B, if I sing yeah. well, I get to be in, in an acapella group, which is a free ride, like an athletics free ride. Yeah, exactly. It's basically what you are is, um, you're, you're part of the PR of SCAD. So, uh, you know, you're, you, you, you basically, you know, uh, sing and, and they're amazing kids. They, 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 and, and, and it's not like up, up with people, you know what I mean? They're, they're it's an interesting, interesting group of kids uh-huh. who do really beautiful, um, stuff and, and they get kind of, they get used for, you know, ATV fests. Right. Am I singing um, at Braves games and stuff like that? Or? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, functions that SCAD has, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, graduation, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Super cool. And then that, but underneath that is performance ensemble. And they're also part of that as well. I love it. Um, let's talk about, so as we're in the next couple of weeks and months, you know, people are going to start making decisions, you know, as, you are hearing from students with their final decisions. I'd love to kind of hear about the two sides of what about SCAD makes a student say, you know what, this is the reason I'm choosing you over school X. And then on the other side, what's this thing that you maybe go, here's why I'm going to go with school Y instead of SCAD. What, what, what is the thing that draws someone in and what's the thing that maybe pushes someone away as they're making their final decision? Yeah, good. I think would, would, well, there's two things that make us, I think, unique and different than a lot of other schools. And, and the first is the professors, you know, if my son, my son's 20 years old and, you know, he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. But if he came to me and said, I want to be an actor, there's not a single professor at SCAD I wouldn't trust him with. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're remarkable. And as I said, they're all, they all have a real world understanding of what it means to walk on a set, what it means to walk on the stage. Uh, you know, um, and they're great teachers and they've been teaching for decades, you know. Um, so I think that that is something. Um, and, and because of the class size is small enough, you get really a lot of attention. You know, um, the other thing that makes us different is that we're the only college that has a casting office. And so all of the Hollywood production that shows up in Georgia, and as we talked about, there's a lot. If they need young people, they come to us. And tell me, how does that work? You mentioned that in LA that we have a, you have a casting office within the college. It's a professional, like it's a like other people would hire the casting office. If I'm a, a film production, well, the what it is is there's a casting minor, uh-huh. right? Or you can also major in casting, and it's uh, the the casting department. You know, the our dean is Andrew Reeve Rab, and she was the vice president of casting of, I think, NBC. And the woman who runs that department now is Mickey Shelton. And Mickey Shelton was a vice president of casting mm-hmm. at some network as well. So she runs this program where she teaches kids how to be a casting director. Uh-huh. 
And so uh, say, you know, um, what just came through was a Julianne Moore movie, and I've forgotten the title. Uh, Natalie Portman is also in it. And it's about, you know, there's large scenes that happen in a high school. And um, we cast 26 students in that. They came to us uh-huh. to look for young people, and we brought them self-tapes of all of our students, and they chose 26 of our students. And that was through the uh, casting office? So, like, you worked through your yeah, school through casting, casting office? office? That's so cool. Right. I mean, all that money that Georgia spends on Hollywood, we, you know, if you want young people, you come to us. Mm. Um, and the other thing that I think is really good is that our facilities are, are there's there's no place better. I mean, I, I walk into a place to teach, and I I have four cameras, an editing bay, and a set, mm. and a monitor. So you do a scene, and then we d- d- shoot it. You know, we shoot the scene, and then I show it to you. And I talk to you about what went right and what went wrong. We have an XR studio. We're the only college that has an XR studio, and we're building a back lot. I love it. So you, you can't beat it. I mean, when I was at Cal State Long Beach teaching, auditioning for camera, they handed me a camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, of course, that was to, uh, seven years ago. But I'm sure they have something different. But I was like, okay, yeah. I, I have this at home. Yeah, I, you know? exactly. So, uh, yeah. um, our crackpot research team of Megan is putting in May, December is the film that maybe you were looking for there. Okay, good. Awesome. Yeah, so we'll just, yes. you know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's cue to a little break. We're going to run an ad or two. Um, and okay, then we're going to come back and talk a little bit about the admission process for SCAD. Okay, great. Awesome. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we are back with John Prosky, and we're going to chat a little bit about the audition process. Um, I ran into John, well, MTCA was in LA and they were auditioning students. Um, and he was kind enough to say how wonderful our students were. No big deal. I don't need the, too much uh, of a humble brag there. Um, but I'd love to hear, just in general, what makes a great audition for you? What makes you um, have a student walk in the room and you go, they were really great. I, I want to see more of these kind of students. Um, I guess, you know, monologues are terribly hard. We can just say terrible. They're just terrible in general. Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> right? yeah. So um, one of the things that I look for, is, of course, is choice of content. You know, are, are, does this monologue, are you connected to it? Um, and and, and that's, that's the beginning of your process. You know, it, was it handed to you by a professor and told, and you were, or a teacher, and you were told this would be good for you, but you never really connected with it? You know, that's, I can see that. Um, so choosing your content is very, very important. The other thing I look for is what is known as pre-beat or moment before. You don't start acting the, when the text starts, or you have to have some kind of particular specific bit of a behavior that grounds you in the reality of this diatribe that you're about to start. Mm-hmm. You know, when people speak in long speeches, they've been put to the point of extremis where they're in a diatribe, right? We don't usually speak in long speeches. Mm-hmm. Yes? So something has occurred that makes you spew. So that thing has to be particular and specific. Yes. Um, uh, so I watch 
uh, students do monologues, and if they take the time to allow that to happen for them honestly, mm-hmm. then the beginning of the monologue makes sense, and the diatribe makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's not a you don't have to do a one act play before you start acting, but there has to be something that you see or hear from the other person or people that makes you begin, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So uh, that's important. Also journey, of course, color journey. Um, uh, And, 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 and I'm a big believer in, you know, every, don't forget the humor Mm -hmm. and don't forget the love. You know, uh, one of the things that happens to actors and it happens to the best of us, we walk into an audition and what happens is we're so full of adrenaline that two things happen. One, uh, we're one noted. Yes. Uh, or, uh, we use the cheap commodity of anger, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you actually find journey and, and don't forget the love in the scene, whatever it is, uh, you'll find color in journey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So beautifully said. Um, and then in terms of admission, so how does it work in terms of, um, the artistic audition versus, um, the application? Like how does that work in terms of for, for SCAD? Right. So, so, you know, if you, the, uh, academic application, uh, uh, the gal that you met, Fran, she takes care of all of that mm-hmm. and she'll look at that and, and you'll get money for, you know, a good transcript academically. And then the artistic, uh, uh app is me. So, uh, or a professor like me, right. uh, either in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and also there's another place somewhere in the South uh, that we go to. Um, and basically you come in and you audition. Um, and it's either two monologues or a song and a monologue. And how much in terms of if you like someone artistically, then what needs to happen on Fran's end or the art- academic end? If you go, this person's 100% a yes for me. What do we need to get through Fran in order to actually get into the school? Well, you know, that's a good question. I, I, you'd have to ask Fran. I, <laughs> <laughs> academically, I, I can't answer that question. Yeah. I do know that, that you know, uh, what we're generous with is money for a good transcript. Yeah. We do know that um, academically. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, you have a, a good SATs, ACTs, uh, a good uh, grade point average. Um, you'll get help. Um, uh, uh, artistically, what I'm looking for is, uh, are you a possible B? Yeah. I mean, do you have that kind of voice Yeah. and that kind of connection to the song? Uh, you know, I know I said I'm a musical, but I know when someone's flat Yeah. and I know when someone's not connected, you know what I mean? Uh, and I take a tape of that and I send that to professor Jay Jasky and he makes the final decisions on those things. Well, and if you had to estimate for yourself, how much in terms of your own artistic yes, so in terms of you saying this is a yes or a no on my end, how much of it is based on the work you see in the monologue, maybe like the skill displayed as an actor versus mm-hmm. your experience of the human being as they're walking in the room and maybe you're giving them adjustments or you're asking them interview questions. How much is sort of the, the human being you're meeting versus the skill of the artist that you're seeing? Yeah, that, I wonder if you can separate that. That's an interesting question. I wonder if you can separate that. I, I do know, you know, I... I I've been doing this long enough so that I can, I can watch uh, a young actor do a monologue and, and know that they're completely off or, or talent free, or if they just had a couple misbeats there, you know what I mean? And I'll give a note and how well they adjust, you know, how adaptable they are to a note, yep. you know? Um, uh, and then, you know, the interview is very important. You know, and I also look at what their resume is, you know, uh, um, what kind of life have they been leading? You know what I mean? Uh, What kind of training do they have? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And when you say the interview is very important, what are you kind of looking for in an interview with a student? Um, uh, uh, you know, ease, um, uh, honesty, um, uh, whether or not they're uh, going to uh, how well they respond to notes or, or how they will, will respond to, to, to act to, you know, just questions mm-hmm. about their lives. Um, and, and the other thing that I also look for is what questions they have. You know, we like smart actors, mm-hmm. we like smart people. So if, if the questions are researched and uh, articulate, um, uh, then that's, that's a big plus. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and one of the things I say to actors and branding when we're talking about you know interviewing with agents is that you have to do your research on the agent and then have good questions for the agent. It makes you a smart actor, mm-hmm. you know. So. That's the same with interviewing for colleges. And that might be you true know. even if someone does a walk-in for you. So if they were to walk in for you, you go, I want you at least to know enough about our program that you can chat with me about it, even if you don't are an expert. Or whatever. Yeah. I love it. Um, I'd love to hear, um, just in these past couple crazy years, we were talking a little on break about uh, the 2023 and what COVID has done to us all. Um, yes, but yes. just in the past couple of years, how has SCAD um, adjusted to the sort of changing business of, you know, what 2020 brought along and what it's now three years later, both in terms of, you know, the adjustments of, of what was done with everything going virtual for a period of time. But also if we want to talk a little bit about the sort of reaction to George Floyd and, um, and some of the equity conversations that are happening across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, you know, when I, I started here five years ago, I started in 2000, January, 2019. And, you know, when I, when I started here, the department, the department meeting, my first department meeting, there were seven people in the room. My last department meeting, I counted like 35. Hmm. So the department is growing. It's getting very big. Um, and Two years from like now, it'll be 352, is what you're saying. Right, it's just right. exponentially growing. Is the class size is not getting bigger, oh, right? We're just hiring more professors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, the growth of the department, as well as the growth of the facilities here, is tremendous in the last mm-hmm. five years. And I, 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 we did take a, you know, a, a pause there with COVID. Um, I think in the growth, but certainly not in the way that we were teaching. I was on zoom five hours a day teaching mm-hmm. camera work, which worked great. Mm-hmm. And we realized also certain techniques of acting work great on zoom, you know, yeah. um, uh, certain didn't. and it was hard Mm -hmm. it was hard i'm sure it was hard for you guys too Mm -hmm. um in terms of you know the nature of of the world right now uh, i think scad is 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 dedicated uh to um you know diversity certainly you know i look out at my class and it looks like the united nations and i don't just mean that in terms of people from this country i Mm -hmm. mean from everywhere i Mm -hmm. have a lot of chinese students um um so, uh, and I know we actually uh, try to make sure uh, in the manner in which we give aid that uh, the classes are diversified, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, so I don't know if that answered your question. Totally. Uh, well, and, the and world's going right now. That's a, that's a big one. One thing I think we didn't hit in terms of auditions, which I often ask just, but are, are you guys, have you kept virtual auditions as an option for you? Uh, actually, since Zoom, since COVID's over, no, we go. You know, we go to New York. Yeah. We go to Chicago. We go to LA. Yeah. Um, I uh, we did a lot of that during COVID. Yeah. Um, uh, and we actually, we're really lucky about our grad class that got recruited from COVID. They they're great, uh-huh. and we were scared because we really didn't it's terrifying. know. Terrifying, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. I'm taking a chance on this person that I've just seen on camera. I don't. I haven't. Been in a room with them, yep. you know. So totally. Yeah. Um, my last question for you: You, you had mentioned being a father. Um, yeah. I just would love to, if you were to give some advice to um, a parent going through this experience. We have a lot of parent listeners. Um, you know, if you're to talk them through, maybe they're just beginning their process. If they have a junior or a sophomore, um, maybe they're wrapping their process up here as a senior. Just what would advice would you give to a parent of a student going through this, or a parent of a child going through this process? Yeah. Wow. It's an arms race. College is an arms race for the parent. You know, it's, it's, uh, um, I, my advice, um, is, uh, I guess the, the simple thing is do your research. Yeah. Um, go to the place. Uh, you know, one of the, my problems with what happened to me was I, we couldn't go anywhere to visit any schools mm-hmm. because of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, if, if you can come to Savannah, come to Savannah and look at our facilities, talk to our admission officers, um, or, or go to whatever college, the, the town that the college is in. Um, uh, we didn't get a chance to do that. And, and, it, and it's, we suffered mm-hmm. with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to the place. Uh, that's one of my, uh, things. The other thing is, is I guess, um, is, you know, admission officers and professors want to help. 
So if you reach out to them, uh, they'll respond. Mm-hmm. Certainly at SCAD, I know that's true. And other good programs, I know that's true. So if you have particular specific questions, you know, go to the admissions officer, ask for a professor's name and email and, 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 and if they'll, they'll help. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I, I just want to make sure I understand what do you mean by arms race in terms of, um, that's a beautiful metaphor, but what, what do you mean by it's an arms race for the parents? Well, education has become, and certainly college has become this incredibly competitive. You have to make a decision mm-hmm. on what everything is so fast tracked now, you know what I mean? And it's so competitive and it's so worrisome for the parents. <laughs> it's very worrisome. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and what happens to us is, is it, it feels like it feels so competitive and so full of stress uh, and so expensive mm-hmm. that it feels like an arms race. It feels like we're trying to keep up with the Russians when it comes to nuclear proliferation, uh, yes. you know? Yeah. Uh, so I guess part of my, is, is the more, the more information, the better. Yep. Uh, and try to stay calm. Try to stay calm <laughs> and look for money. Everybody gives you money. Yeah. Everybody gives you money. So look for whatever scholarships are there from the college and locally, like my union. Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, mm-hmm. SAG-AFTRA, they give money to um, the children of members. Mm-hmm. So I just found that out. I didn't know it. You know what I mean? So I'm about to go off and get money from my son. And mm-hmm. it's it's good money, you know, the John Dale Scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the four, there's all these communities that, you know, give money for your child's college. Oh, so man. go look for it. Because Lord, it's money. It's, it's, it's expensive. You know, I can only truly imagine what it feels like having watched our parents go through it. I'm experiencing this with pre-K. We're about to start pre-K surgeon yeah, with its own <laughs> Like I can't only imagine there, it right? multiplies more the, and more. The, the arms race starts in pre-K. It really does, and you get in because then, you know our, I mean? then if the interview doesn't go well for pre-K, it's going to go well for elementary school and for right, <laughs> right. It's it's panicking as a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, you got to yeah. keep up. Um, well, yeah. John, this was such a pleasure. Um, if people want to check out more information, where would you want? me to refer them to where's the best place for someone if they're like i got this and i want even more on scad um where would i check it out reach out to the admissions office of scad yeah. um uh you can certainly reach out to me jprosky at scad.edu and I'll, I'll, I'll refer you to the right people about the musical theater department um or i'll answer any questions you have about the acting department um admissions that would be uh, you know in terms of academics that would be the admissions department mm-hmm. yes fran hardwick who is you met yes mm-hmm. um and people like that. All right. Well, this was such a joy. Um, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it, John. Thanks, Charlie. It was great fun. Hey, now, I hope you enjoyed getting to listen to John. I thought he was a really genuine and incredibly nice guy and definitely an actor's actor. You could tell he really knew and loved the craft. Um, I have two mini takeaways for you this episode. The first being, um, I really like the direct offer of an email address. That's becoming a little bit of a theme. We've had that happen a few times recently. And certainly professors in general who encourage interested applicants to reach out to the department directly with questions is a common theme and we love that. Something you'll notice, it's a real boon for some of the programs that are able to do that in being able to create personal relationship with applicants throughout the pre-application process. Now, I do just want to note that some programs are just not able to do that based on the number of applicants they get. So if you get 2,500 applicants, it's not realistic to create an intricate interpersonal relationship with each and every one of them before they've even applied an audition. That doesn't actually necessarily mean that those programs are any less personal with their admitted students or, God forbid, their actual students that choose to go to their school. So just because a program isn't as um, intimate and personal with pre-application students doesn't mean that they're not uh, later in the process or actually in their school itself. Which is why we always emphasize the importance of the visit post-acceptance, which all of you are doing right now as we speak. You're probably listening to this on your way to go visit some schools. But it is a really nice bonus for those programs that are able to lay that groundwork from earlier on. It gives them a longer chance to establish a deep connection. And we have definitely seen students choose to go to schools with less established reputations because of the deep personal relationship connection that was there with the faculty member often early in the process. That, that happens even when those students then go on to get into much bigger name schools later in the process. 
So that's really a double-edged sword of advice to wield carefully for yourself, at least according to me, my opinion, is absolutely take advantage of those schools who have that capacity to establish those relationships with you as early in the process as you want. But I also wouldn't dismiss the schools with more applicants who aren't able to do that before they've seen you audition. It feels like one of those old school dating shows. It's totally cool to be head over heels for an early date, but just try to save room in your heart for the possibility that one of those later dates with someone just as worthy could come down the pike later as well. The other takeaway I wanna hit is one you've heard in many different forms about the balance of credits. But especially for our senior listeners and our parents of senior listeners out there who are currently in the evaluating and visiting and weighing the pros and cons phases of their journeys, I just wanna invite you all to reflect on all of the different curricula you've heard described on this show. Whether you're a regular listener who's caught all 100 episodes, congratulations and thank you, or just listen to a handful of shows in your favorite schools, which is also fantastic, Do you notice how different an MT program is from an MT program from an MT program? And that, of course, gets even more different when you factor in acting programs or theater programs or performing arts programs, which may span the spectrum from acting-based musical theater programs to acting programs with a little bit of MT to acting programs where they sometimes do a musical, right? And we've already talked about a ton about the balance of academics versus artistic work, which is a whole other wrench to throw in the mix of, right, do you want to be that 90% of my classes are in the theater world or 50% of my classes are in the theater world and 50 are in academics? But if we zoom in on just the theater programs for a second, temporarily ignoring the academic half of it, and just how they spend their credit hours, I want to make the very obvious but often overlooked point about there only being so many hours in the day. And there is just too much total stuff you could do when focusing on all of the aspects of this business to think that one program could possibly adequately prepare you for all the avenues of this business. That is just not realistic. Programs can absolutely lay the foundation for you to explore continued specialization in a number of different fields in this business. And they can also completely prepare you or prepare you very, very well, I should say, for certain hyper-specific aspects of the business but they can't realistically have you graduating in four years as completely ready for all the aspects of the business, which can be, and I'm gonna give you just a tiny list, commercials, you know, from improv style comedy to industrials, television auditions, which could look like Grey's Anatomy to Law and Order to Schitt's Creek to Game of Thrones, to voiceovers from audiobooks to commercial voiceovers. And that's before we even touch film, which is this whole world, or theater, stuff like Shakespeare to farce to all the many different styles of musical theater. If you're a musical theater listener, you can think think about all the different kinds of musicals that you see on Broadway or that you've just seen and all the different training it takes to be a dancer in one of those shows, to be a singer in a pop rock show, right? All the different things um, that musical theater can mean. And that list, diving into those branches, I really, if I took the time, could do 30 minutes on nothing but that. Just going into from big genre to subgenre to the tiniest little most specialized part of it, which often could be an entire career that people spend most of their time just within a, a subgenre. And the point is, if you spend more credit hours doing one thing, you're necessarily spending less time doing something else. You can't do it all comprehensively. You can overview a lot and specialize on some, but each decision is a choice. And as you look at curricula, you're trying to say, which choice do I think makes the most sense for me? It shouldn't be about what's better or what's worse, right? This is the quote unquote right amount of dance or the other program is bad because they don't have enough acting. That's not the way you wanna think. It's about where do you prioritize hours being spent from academics, which we mentioned, to the specific disciplines of musical theater, to all of those extra classes about the industries that schools can offer. We often talk about business and the business classes and all those things. You'll hear our artist guests often talking about that. If you're doing more of one, you're necessarily doing less of another, as those programs all tend to push the limits of sleep already. There are not more hours in the day where they're like, hey, we're only teaching about five hours a day. What if we added in a two hour class? They can take it. That's not how most of these programs are set up. So if you're getting to dance every day, what are you sacrificing? In the case of what John was talking about, where many MT programs do not necessarily have robust film training. Sometimes it's just one TV and film class for a semester or for one year. So if you're adding in a more comprehensive film training, what is being sacrificed? I would look at these curricula like a budget. If I'm doing more of this, what am I doing less of? And am I okay with that sacrifice? A lot of these programs offer flexibility once you get there there as well. So it isn't about a static choice of, I will be doing exactly this. 
just a way to think about the decision-making process of where you're going to spend four years and where you're going to spend your money. Will these schools allow me to spend my budgeted hours of time in a way that aligns with my priorities? Well, there you go. Another long takeaway and another sterling episode of Mapping the College Edition, which is produced by the inimitable Megan Cordier. You can follow us on Instagram, which someone recently said is a dying platform. Can that be true? It feels like yesterday. It was too hip for me to be on it. Um, but you know our handle is at Mapping the College Edition. You can also check us out at MTCA, that is, on all other social medias all over the landscape, including controversial platforms like the TikTok. Oh my, is that in the news today? Um, if you love the television show Survivor and can't get enough of me talking in your ears, please feel free to check out my other podcast, Come On In Survivors, on this very podcast platform where you're listening to me speak right now. And if you want help on this crazy journey, please check out MTCA for help with all of your individual college audition needs. To my young artists out there mapping their journeys, why do we drop the little words when creating acronyms? Shouldn't we call this school SCOAD? It's much more fun to say. We'll see you next week for our 100th episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.